Live, laugh, listen at your own risk. Hello, and welcome to At Your Own Risk, a survival comedy podcast hosted by us. I'm Dana Drew, and I am death obsessed, and we know you are too. So I try to help us prepare for like actual big bad emergencies in this podcast. <laughs> And I'm Sarah Bassey, and I'm horrified by life's everyday trials and tribulations and just want us to make it out alive. Um, And if you're new here, Dana and I trade off teaching each other and our listeners how to survive your wildest fears and thrive against all odds. But this is our mini emergency episode where we get to sit back, thank God, because I'm hungover, and read your (laughs) stories of survival. Uh, The episode Uh, might be mini, but your emergencies probably aren't, and someone is like definitely trying to kill me outside today so if you hear any crazy banging noises um it's that either I'm about to die or they're doing construction in my apartment complex and we've been trying to record this goddamn episode all week and I'm just gonna explode so uh but speaking of dying we do have some doozies for you today like some really fun (laughs) stories um and some are even Thanksgiving themed so thank you I love that. Yeah, we're just coming off of Thanksgiving. That's why Dana and I are hurting a little bit today. Um, and hopefully you aren't hurting too bad either from a hangover or your family's words. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if you are feeling a little anxiety uh, post-Thanksgiving, post-family gatherings, consider signing up for our new sponsor, BetterHelp. Um, and then we'll dive into some amazing holiday, ooky-spooky, anxiety-inducing stories. Woo-woo! This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. And speaking of BetterHelp, how's life going these days, Sarah? (laughs) Well, Dana, I'm glad you asked because as you and our listeners know all too well, it can be really hard. And you know what's easy, though? Connecting with one of the thousands of licensed therapists at BetterHelp. And we couldn't be more excited to be sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is a customized, secure online therapy that offers video, phone, or even live chat sessions with your therapist. And I know that we and basically everyone on the planet right now might be struggling with their mental health, whether it be the pandemic, relationships, work troubles. Or that feeling that the world is ending. <laughs> yeah, my better hope therapist is like really in for a treat. But whatever your reason for therapy is, you deserve to be happy. Yeah, and finding a therapist shouldn't be so hard that you need a therapist to deal with the process. And BetterHelp is actually way more affordable than most in-person therapy. Plus, there's no waiting for calls back or schedules to open up. You can start communicating with your new therapist in under 48 hours for yourself or even as a couple. So join us and the millions of people who are taking advantage of online therapy. It's always a good time to invest in yourself and prepare your mental health for life's inevitable ups and downs. After all, you are your greatest survival tool. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and at your own risk listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash A-Y-O-R. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash A-Y-O-R. Support the pod and your mental health by signing up today. Love you. Love you. And your brain. Bye-bye. So our first story comes from listener Maya using she, her pronouns. Maya wrote in on Instagram, which I absolutely love. So reminder that you can do that. 
Um, mm-hmm. But the story starts out one time when I was just a kid, maybe five or six, we had a Yule log burning in the fireplace. It was Christmas Eve and my whole family was drinking hot chocolate and getting in the Christmas spirit. But the Yule log had a bad scent. So my grandpa decided, oh no, my grandpa decided he needed to take it out into the yard and dump it in a snowbank. I bet you can guess where this is going. Yes, Maya, we can. <laughs> Um, plus, my grandpa is a 6'4", clumsy man, and he had to oh walk God, down okay, some that's stairs. that's a good combo. <laughs> I also feel like I've never seen an elderly person that tall before. <laughs> yeah. It's like Bernie like, Sanders. Yeah, like, don't they all <laughs> kind of just, just like, shrink to around yeah. five feet? Totally. Um, yeah, anyway, uh, anywho, he got the log on a stick and was able to step down one step, and then he dropped the flaming Yule log. My mom and grandma grabbed me and my sister and ran outside while my dad, grandpa, and aunt spent most of Christmas Eve night trying to unlight our house on fire. <laughs> Luckily, it wasn't bad enough that we lost a bunch of stuff, just a bunch of carpet. My family was able to get the fire, but the whole night was a mess. But in hindsight, it's pretty funny now. Maya. (laughs) Oh, my God. Maya. That's nuts. I also just love the idea of, like, this being a suburban home, like, cloaked in old dry carpet that was just, like, Mm -hmm. ready to blow. It was like, please kill me. (laughs) Take me me Christmas Yule Log. (laughs) Also, what's a Christmas Yule Log? I think it's, like, um, cinnamon spiced log that you put in the fireplace and so it makes your whole house smell festive. But I'm like, fire smells good enough as it is. So, like, let's... Leave the Yule log out of it, please. Yeah. Bake some cookies or something. All right. Our next is a, like, very quick little message we got from Anton. He uses he, him pronouns. I really just love this, and I wanted to include it because I want to encourage people to just, like, you don't have to have a big, long story. Um, Mm -hmm. If... A couple people have sent us, like, nice messages, which I don't usually include because it feels weird to just, like, compliment ourselves on the podcast. But that's also very (laughs) sweet. Um, But Mm -hmm. if you don't have to have, like, a big, long thing. Um, So, Anton said, congrats on 20 episodes. As a big fan of the I'll be home on the 23rd out on the 26th, (laughs) this week's episode was spot on. My plan for this year is to say no to midnight mass. Truly Mm. a miserable time that kind of ruins Christmas Day on account of staying up till 2 a.m. for church. (laughs) Oh my gosh, Anton. Which I was Uh, like, yes, like what? Like, especially uh, I feel like those families who aren't religious any other time of the year and then feel the need to like cram it in on Christmas Eve it's like who God God knows <laughs> yes I I grew up uh Roman Catholic and we would we went to church a lot like uh, with my grandparents but then Christmas I remember it was always like ugh all these like not regulars are here and then it was like oh my god we're gonna make the church even more exclusive than it already yeah, totally. is totally you're like look at these posers <laughs> Jesus doesn't yeah. love you like he loves me oh my gosh but That's it is so, so true those like Christmas Eve masses can go so late so Anton get some sleep uh yeah this is a great choice Our next story is from listener Laurel. She uses she, her pronouns. About five years ago, a month after he graduated high school, my brother Brian had a nearly fatal fall. Yes, just a fall. (laughs) No blood force trauma, knives, guns, illnesses, just a fall. 
Brian got a job at a construction company with his friends, and their primary role was to prep and clean up construction sites. In parentheses, he was only 18, and he had no training, so not much else he could be doing. (laughs) (laughs) One day, he was cleaning up a third-floor apartment after a remodeling job, and he went to toss a piece of lumber into the dumpster below. He leaned on the temporary banister set up on the balcony, set up by one of the other licensed contractors, so it was supposed to be sturdy. And as he leaned to get some leverage, he fell three stories to the pavement below. Oh my gosh. He was immediately knocked. Yeah. He was immediately knocked out, and his coworkers thought he was surely dead. But no, alas, he was breathing. They called an ambulance and rushed him to the hospital. Now, the best part of this is that once he got to the hospital, they naturally called our mother. So yes, it is important to have an emergency contact. (laughs) And the number that came up on her phone was one she didn't recognize, so she did not answer. (laughs) This is me for sure. My advice here is no matter how much you hate scam calls, sometimes they might be a hospital calling to tell you a loved one is majorly injured, so always pick up. (laughs) That's really good advice. Sorry, I won't be doing that. (laughs) They can call again. Uh, Naturally, they called again, and she rushed to the hospital, embarrassed, of course. My brother had a fractured face, fingers, (gasps) hip, and shoulder, needed many, many stitches, and had to relearn how to use his hand and how to walk. Oh, my God. But moral of the story is he survived. Yay! Please add, quote, falling to your list of fears (laughs) because it is both a workplace injury, Sarah, and a potential way to die, Dana, Laurel. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to do an episode on how not to fall three stories. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. How to work on your balance. How to be a cat. Yeah. That is super terrifying. I just... I. I feel like there are so many jobs and positions that high schoolers are put into, like teens are a part of, that they absolutely shouldn't be a part of. Yeah. Yeah. I was like in charge of like a bunch of children. Yeah. And I was like, what? I was a child. (laughs) I shouldn't even be like in charge of myself. I know. Totally. So wild. So nuts. Well, Brian, glad that he didn't die. Uh, Thanks for that, Laurel. So glad Brian is living and breathing. For real. (laughs) All right. This next story is from Kayla using she, her pronouns. I've got somewhat of a near-death, definitely not fun experience from last year's holiday season. It's a bit long. Good. (laughs) I'm from Minnesota, which means lots of snow around Christmas. Last year, there was a terrible blizzard starting December 23rd. Mm. I called into work at Target because it would have been really dangerous to drive there. The HR woman was very annoyed with me for calling in and said they really needed me. Fast forward to the next day. The snow was still awful in the early morning. No plows yet. Who's going to Target if it's this shitty out? This is like when I used to work at CBS. It's like (laughs) nobody's coming. Yeah. Nobody's coming. Yes. Uh, I used to have to I used to live really close to this restaurant I worked at and I hate I really regretted telling people that. And it was that year that there was like forty hundred pounds of snow. And <laughs> they uh people used to be like, I can't come into work and I would have to go in, but no one would go to this restaurant. So I would literally just no, sit there of course not. all day cutting lemons and folding <laughs> napkins and I wouldn't make any money because you make money on tips. It was fucked oh, up. Dana. Anyway. All right, so fast forward to the next day. The snow was still awful early in the morning, no plows yet. I decided I had to go in since I didn't the day before and set out to drive my little sedan to Target. 
I gave myself an hour of extra time to drive, went about 15 or 20 miles per hour on the highway, and fit, and still fishtailed most of the way there. I'm lucky there was no one else on the road so early. At one point at a stoplight, I couldn't get my car going forward again and had to turn into a parking lot. The ice was so slick that my car wouldn't go up the tiny little incline to leave the lot. Oh my gosh. Eventually, I got to work, 20 minutes late, despite leaving so early. And when I got there, I found out there was nothing to do in my department, so they had me do busy work all day. Yeah, they really needed me there. Oh my god, God. Kayla. Yeah, they were like, can you um, restack these post-its in color order for us? And you're like, I am going to crash my car into a telephone pole. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, On my way uh, from work to go have Christmas Eve dinner with my mother-in-law, I got stuck in the middle of the road in a pile of snow. My tires (gasps) stopped working working, and I had to turn around and just go home. (laughs) Later, my mother-in-law brought me a crock pot of dinner because she's super sweet. Oh, that's really nice. Basically, Christmas Eve sucked and I blame Target. (laughs) (laughs) I love this sign up. Oh, man. Kayla, what the hell? Kayla, I'm so sorry. Working jobs like that uh, when they make you work the holidays is just so depressing. It is. And it just makes you feel like they truly don't care if you live or die. Like, they really don't. And you're like, this is nuts. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm getting, like, $10 an hour to die on the way to this nothing job. Ugh, very frustrating. I really totally. feel anybody who's working in retail this time of year, especially. Yeah. And I'm so glad you're okay because, like, the last thing we want is someone dying on their way to, like, a fucking hourly gig. Yeah, like, I, if I died on my way to CVS when I worked there, I would have been so miserable. You would have haunted it for <laughs> sure. Yeah. If I'm, yeah. like, ever at a, uh, like department store and there's like long lines and it's like as short staffed because there's a fucking life threatening blizzard outside. I'm not going to be like, um, I had to wait extra in line to get my Tootsie Rolls. Like, why are you at this fucking target? Uh, thank you, Kayla. We really enjoyed that. And what a good like segue into the holiday season. I'm so excited to get more of these, um, as we like maneuver towards 2022. So, um, these are really fun. You know what I was thinking um, uh, for our next one? Um, I have two requests. If people have like um, any funny like New Year's Eve resolution stories oh, or like yes. um, maybe resolutions they want to do but that are like uh, uh, founded in like uh, self-love and not self-hate. Um, mm. And uh, and then also if you have any like uh, – weird family traditions around this time of year um yes like i i want to hear about them yeah like do you play musical chairs in your grandfather's nursing home yes tell us about it i want to hear it (laughs) um and i want to hear like if people if anybody like tried any of our tips like i want to hear uh any success stories would be great too because those really make it worth it for us yeah i totally agree and i also um like i know sarah has a couple of her episodes planned out but we don't have anything super set in stone so if you have any like uh specific requests for the holiday season or like uh just in in general please hit us up we definitely want to consider your suggestion yes please 
So, if you listen to our podcast, and here you are listening to our podcast, you're well aware that we love our pets, which is why we are absolutely thrilled to be sponsored by Pretty Litter. Okay, so for real, Dana, Pretty Litter is an absolute game changer. Being a millennial, my apartment is pretty small, and now that I work from home, my space is extra important to me. So, the smell from George's litter box can be, like, truly lethal (laughs) and mood-altering, to say the least, but ever since Pretty Litter sent me a month's supply of their special form. It's like George doesn't even poop in the closet next to my desk. (laughs) Plus, their formula is made to reduce litter, dust, and not aggravate allergies, which we all know is a great way to avoid getting a life-changing parasite. As someone who is always fearing worst-case scenarios and doing everything I can to prepare for them, do you know what my favorite part of Pretty Litter is? Oh my gosh, what? Your face right now. I can't. (laughs) So Pretty Litter actually changes colors to help detect early signs of potential illness in your cat. So like urinary tract infection, kidney issues, like the litter actually changes colors to let you know about this early on. Uh, And when I found that out, I was like, okay, so this litter was legit (laughs) made for George because like most cats, he's pretty famous for hiding that he's sick until it's really serious and ruins Sarah's life. And (laughs) uh, especially for male cats, UTIs can be really, really serious. And all of these issues can be predicted ahead of time if you use pretty litter. So They can help you save your pet's life or, at the very least, catch an illness before it, like, balloons into a major issue that costs you a small fortune at the emergency vet. Absolutely. And, Dana, having the peace of mind that my litter is not only keeping our house clean and tidy, but also helping me keep an eye on George's health more closely, um, it just means the world to me. And did we mention that it ships for free to your doorstep and is somehow in a very lightweight, easy-to-store bag compared to other heavy, bulky cat litter bags? Like, I'm so sick of walking home from the grocery store with those boxes of kitty litter, and it feels like I'm cutting off my fingers. So it really can't get any better than this. Well, Sarah, it can get better, because Pretty Litter (laughs) is offering our listeners 20% off their first month's supply of Pretty Litter if you plug in our special code. And that code is A-Y-O-R at checkout. And not only will that change our listeners' lives, but it will also help support the pod. So what a win-win. Again, Use code AYOR at checkout for 20% off your first month of Pretty Litter today. Love you. We love you and your cats. Uh, bye. bye. All right. Um, and to keep the focus on our community, uh, we love to wrap up our mini emergency episodes by highlighting a friend or a local business or an account that we found that we really love and want to shout out in our search party feature. So, Dana, do you want to kick us off this week? Yes, I do. Um, So with the holiday season like really fully upon us, whether Mm. we like it or not, I wanted to take a moment in this episode to shout out anyone who's like taking time to give back to their community in some way. And in particular, my friend Amanda worked closely with the unhoused population in Boston. And I learned like so much through just her experience and her education uh, about how like the verbiage we use and the mm-hmm. treatment and the programs we have for unhoused people in the United States is just like really fucked. Um, yeah. And there's so much more we could be doing and that we have a responsibility for as just like people in the community. So in California, for a variety of reasons, the housing crisis and wealth gap is a really uh, tremendous and is really tremendous. And it's just mm-hmm. very obvious that there's so much poverty and people without homes and, Over 60,000 people in just Los Angeles are experiencing houselessness, which is actually a 19% increase from the start of the pandemic, which is really fucked up. 
Um, and here in LA, the Los Angeles Mission is a local nonprofit that provides meals and shelter and clothing and education, even employment workshops and job assistance, um, recovery programs to unhoused people in the community. And for every $2.53 donated, they can give someone a shower, clean clothes, a like hot nutritious meal, safe shelter, healthcare for any urgent medical needs, and also the opportunity for additional counseling or rehabilitation services. Yeah. So I really wanted to shout out their work, encourage anyone in the LA area to donate, or even if you aren't in the LA area, like please feel free to obviously like a little bit of money goes a long way. Um, and yeah. then if you're like, giving back to your community. I just wanted to give you a big shout out. Um, and if you're looking for a direction to fo focus like any extra generosity this time of year, um, please consider donating to or working with a similar nonprofit for unhoused members of your community. Cause it's like very easy to do and everyone like housing is, is a right and not a privilege and we should all feel mm -hmm. like safe and sheltered and cared for by the people that we walk by every day. So yeah. um, that's my shout out this week, a little vaguer than usual, but I really, really wanted to highlight that and make sure it's on everyone's mind as we kind of like focus on giving back a little extra. Yeah, no, I love that so much. And I think the sentiment of uh, people in their community knowing what their specific community needs the most yeah, and then acting totally. on that. And so I think you and I being here in Los Angeles, like this um, unhoused population is, has really spiraled out of control and, and it'll be great to kind of give back in that way. And um, yeah, I encourage everybody who's listening to find out what your community needs and, and act on that. I think that's a great shout mm -hmm. out, Dana. Yeah. And it's, I think like the uh, crises all over the world right now feel so intense and kind of like zeroing in on like your own backyard, mm -hmm. um, I think is like a helpful way to really feel like you're making an impact and like kind of zeroing in on like something positive you can do for people close to you. Um, Absolutely. But Sarah, what is your shout out this week? Yeah, well, I want to preface this week's spotlight with the fact that it's a bit of a long one, but this woman deserves like so many props. So I just truly needed to give her the space that she deserves. So for this week, I wanted to continue with the sentiment in our Thanksgiving two-parter uh, to support, love, and give thanks to indigenous tribes and organizations because as we all know, we are on stolen land and Thanksgiving is pretty fucked. Um, we posted in our show notes last week some orgs that you could support, including Breakthrough Org, the BOA Foundation, and Native Women's Wilderness. But this week, I wanted to highlight an individual that I follow actually on TikTok who is just really crushing it in all aspects of life. Michelle Chubb, also known as at indigenous underscore baddie on TikTok, is <laughs> a Cree content creator sharing her life as an indigenous woman living in Winnipeg. So she originally went viral with this video in a traditional jingle dress, and then she was encouraged to share more of her culture with the world. So she's also incredibly creative. She had, after that video went viral, she had this goal of making a jingle dress of her own and she made it happen. So if you go back through her videos, you can find all of the process videos of making the jingle dress and then the final product. It's just, it's absolutely stunning. Um, and she also has a small business making these beautiful beaded earrings. You can see them all on her Instagram at baddie underscore beadwork. There's all these unique, beautifully crafted and colorful pieces. I just, I love looking at them. So definitely check that out. Um, 
And in addition to her creative maker side, she's also very much an activist aiming to celebrate and support indigenous culture. So if you go to her link tree on TikTok, you can support all of the various causes that are near and dear to her, including various petitions to stop Line 3 Pipeline, which is a major oil pipeline underway in northern Minnesota. It's encroaching on and threatening Ojibwe treaty territory. So go use her links and sign those petitions like now. It takes like two minutes. So so go sign those petitions. She also links out to tons of other petitions that support the lives of missing and murdered indigenous women, resources to help the climate crisis, anti-racism activist work, as well as informational resources about native land and indigenous historical information. Um, it's truly magnificent everything that she's involved and advocating for. Um, Really exciting. Michelle is also a mother-to-be and recently posted her baby registry. So if you feel like supporting her directly, consider getting something for her sweet baddie baby. (laughs) Um, That's so cute. I know, right? So we'll link that out in the show notes. But I just wanted to say thank you to Michelle for your authenticity, your creativity, and all of your activist work. It doesn't go unnoticed, and we're, we're huge fans of your work here. Uh, at the pod so we love you Michelle yeah I've never heard about her before and I can't wait to look into this this is so fun because I feel like we get to not only introduce stuff to our followers but like each other yeah she hasn't come up on my feed and I didn't know anything about her so this is really good job Sarah this sounds really great yeah she's really incredible so happy to share heck yeah well if you like the pod and want to maybe donate or uh, contribute in some way so we can keep bringing tip-top quality (laughs) content to you, then please check out our Search Party Patreon club at www.patreon.com slash at your own risk the pod. So if you subscribe to like whatever tier of donation you'd like to contribute every month, it starts as little as $3. You can cancel at any time. Lots of fun perks. Um, Or if you don't want to spend your hard-earned cash, honestly, just rating and reviewing the podcast is really, really, really huge for us. Mm -hmm. Um, And we are about to, um, I guess I'm going to go ahead and say we're going to be submitting to like networks and trying to like really make something of ourselves in the next few months. So having ratings and reviews and like proof that there are human people behind (laughs) the AirPods is really really valuable so share with your friends like get people to download and subscribe basically if you subscribe it auto downloads and counts as a listen so even if you don't have time to listen all the time like just subscribing is huge i actually just had an idea so we're in the midst of a rebrand and we've narrowed it down Mm -hmm. to two final designs how about if you join our patreon you become part of our close friends list on Instagram. And if you join mm-hmm. this month before 2022, you'll get a sneak peek at those designs and you can help us pick one by voting in our stories. Oh, I love that. Yeah, we really, really want people to be involved in like our kind of mini rebrand and like re- refocusing on things. We're having a big pod meeting soon when Sarah has all this time off. Ooh, so exciting. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'd love for you to be a part of that. So I really, really like that idea, Sarah. Let's totally do that. Um, and Sarah's been working on some designs that I'm like absolutely obsessed with. So I'm really excited to narrow it down and, and make some merch. And, oh my gosh. Oh, it's be yeah. Fun. We're going to do so many fun things. So yeah, join the Patreon and stay tuned because we got some fun stuff coming up. 
Yes. And if you don't have the money to spend, I get that. So we'll <laughs> take anything else like an email. Uh, don't forget to send your stories and help us keep continuing the podcast mini emergencies. You can send your stories to us at at your own risk, the pod at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram at at your own risk, the pod. Um, and also follow us on TikTok with the same username. So maybe you can be featured in our next mini emergency. Um, and also, as always, I wanted to give a big shout out to Chris Karwaski for our theme song and for usually editing our listener episodes. But this week, he's having lots of fun. So we're going to be Aww, doing it yeah. instead. Um, but he's the best. You can find him at Chris Can Be Funny on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you so much for being here. We love you guys. Yes. And as always, thanks for living, laughing and listening at your own risk. See you, See you next, next Tuesday. Tuesday. Love, Love you. you. Don't die. Bye. <laughs>